all she ever does. What could she possibly be talking about now? Well, you never know, but you can bet it'll be a little bit of everything with a spice of sassy mixed in. You know, it's going to be a great day when you have a chance to chat with the co-chair of Niagara Ride for Dad and well-respected Niagara Regional Police Services Officer, Matt King, and Canadian country singer-songwriter, male vocalist of the year, and one of the members of the highest-selling Canadian country band in history, the Roadhammers, Jason McCoy and Matt King. It's Middays with Mizzy. Here's Steph. Guys, how are you? Good. Good. Everybody's good. No, it's so funny, Dave. You were just talking a moment ago there. That you're in Barrie today, and you're uh, you're expecting some interesting weather. So we'll we'll excuse you if anything happens. <laughs> Fingers crossed. It'll be fine. I'm sure it will. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be great. One of the things that I want to kind of talk about right off the top is how I'm often surprised with the ride for Dad at the number of people who are affected by prostate cancer. And you know, whether that's out at the ride itself or people that I meet indirectly uh, through Ride for Dad. So tell me how each of you got involved with the Ride for Dad. So uh, I started, I was an Ag Regional Police Officer and uh, I had a motorcycle. I uh, found out that uh, we had a Ride for Dad, so I joined. And as soon as I joined, I was automatically uh, said, okay, now you're on the committee. Um, and, uh, it was amazing to find out how many men, uh, that I work with have been diagnosed. Some of them have become, uh, close friends and some of them, unfortunately, I've not been able to get close friends because they, uh, have passed on. So this became something that it just fit. The Ride for Dad was formed by Byron, uh, Smith down in, uh, Ottawa and Gary Jans and, and Byron's a, a retired police officer and it just, uh, it just fit. So uh, that's how I got involved. Jason, how about yourself? Well, you know, I was always big into motorbikes. And um, through a mutual friend, I met Colin Wackett, who was the uh, chair of the Heronia Ride for Dad up here in the Aurelia area. So years ago, I became involved just because, you know, I like to do things locally. And I, you know, thought it was a good cause and it involved motorbikes. So just kind of fell into it, stumbled into it. Uh, fast forward about uh, 12, 13 years involvement, my dad was uh, diagnosed with prostate cancer. Oh, wow. And through being involved in the ride for so many years, I saw that, you know, the advancements they made in early detection and treatments, and my dad was uh, successful in, uh, in, in beating prostate cancer and surviving uh, uh, for more than 10 years past that. He's since passed of uh, other causes, but it was an amazing thing because I saw that the, the things that we were doing on motorbikes, which I just kind of stumbled into, directly had an effect on saving my father and pro, 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 you know, prolonging his life. So that, it was a, a real thing. Yeah. And, uh, and so I just really felt so strongly about it. I wanted to get involved in a national level and, and it's just been, uh, it's been an amazing ride. It's really, it really is interesting to me to see the progression of the ride over the last number of years. But in particular, much like yourself, Jason, my dad passed away at the age of 52 from prostate cancer. And I remember when he was diagnosed at 48 and we had no idea. He had no idea. What was prostate cancer? What, what is this? You know, and um, one of the big things that he often fought for, and this is going back 20 years, is that people would know what prostate cancer was. They'd know to get those early detection tests. And really, that's what the Ride for Dad is so effective for. Do you think that the Ride for Dad are making the biggest impact in that they are normalizing, that we're talking about men's health, that men are talking about their own health? 
I think so. Hey, Matt, I Matt, I think that that um, you know it's a combination of uh, obviously the dollars raised and the research that goes into it to help treat it. That's one thing. Uh, early detection is key, though, and that early detection only happens when uh, when you get checked. And so, much like for many years, you know, uh, breast cancer issues, uh, you know, we didn't talk about those things. And, and same with prostate cancer. This this has been a way to um, you know really get the the voice of of, of the need out. And uh, early detection is it. So yeah, talking about it, you doing things like you're doing right now, uh, continue to help and this will translate into saving lives. I think it's just the, the fact of, of guys getting together and, and you know, okay, what's this about? And then they find out, well, this is about your prostate. This is about, let's, let's do something about this in a, a poster out that we have and it's a, it's a picture of a check engine light. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly it. You check your oil and then you check everything else check your body it's just a simple it's a simple test you ask your doctor say look it i want to get my psa done and if we get a good number then hey we move on and we got a good baseline if you got a number that's a little higher then you go in and you look at it and say okay let's see what we need to do and like you said jason we detected early you know most times the guys can move on and and have a productive life and without ride for dad and us talking about it and riding about it and, and uh, it just helps. And it is the second most common cancer of men, right, in Canada, but it's also the most treatable cancer of men. So you're right, like getting those those early, early detections are so important. When you're talking about these numbers, like a baseline with a number, what is the what is the baseline supposed to be and where would they go, oh, this isn't very good? Jason, you want to go ahead? Well, I, you know, I can I can take a swing at it because, uh, you know, I, my wife is a nurse and not that this would be uh, any qualification for me at all. All I know is that whenever I have a cold or something like that, I get no sympathy. Uh, but your prostate specific antigen. Uh, so it's uh, I don't know exactly how this is measured. This is in scientific terms and I make up stuff that rhymes for a living. So let's just put this in perspective. Uh, but uh, 0.54 to 4 what they do is they basically take a little uh, blood test and if it's uh, plus or minus where it needs to be, uh, they can either keep an eye on it or they can, um, you know, they can seek treatment if it's too high, if they, if they feel they want to go and do a biopsy, things like that. So um, really, you know, it's it's come so far in that, you know, it used to be, you know, a, a digital exam. Everybody was like, oh, it's so intrusive. Uh, but you know what? It's a simple blood test now. So they draw blood ah. and they go look, here's the range. Okay. So if you're way down here, you know, you're, you're at a low risk or no risk. Right. And if you're way up here, you know what, let's do a biopsy or let's, let's have a look at this. And that's, that's what it's about. It's like when your check engine light comes on, it doesn't mean your engine shot. What it means is, Hey, we need to have a look at something. And that's exactly what this is. And so what we're talking about now in the advancement of not only how uh, specific uh, PSA exam can be and how effective it can be in, in detecting. Uh, that's all come through as a direct result of the money raised and not just the money, but the awareness. Uh, and then beyond that, uh, the actual treatments used to be so invasive uh, where, you know, someone would have to have their, their prostates removed completely. Uh, now there's different ways of, uh, of, of treatments that, that, you know, would save the prostate and they're very unintrusive and uh, they cut cut it way down from many many treatments down to you know some cases two three four and it's wow, uh really? saving lives with very minimal uh you know intrusivity it's amazing i did not i had no idea about that that is fantastic and, and a lot of that is actually happening because of the money that's being raised through right for dad 
fundraising. So we've been part of the Sabre program um, for a number of years, and Sabre is a uh, um, an acronym for stereodactic ablative radiation treatment. What it does is it reduces it down from when you're saying before it was 39 treatments down to five treatments, um, and then uh, Niagara in the last couple of years had a, a study down in St. Catharines at the Walker Cancer Clinic and worked on a procedure to be able to push the good the good tissue and everything you don't want to be affected out of the way so that the treatment could get it, get after the actual prostate and uh, the radiation wouldn't wreck the good stuff. Yeah, I had a lot of success with that. Yeah, and one thing maybe Matt you can you can speak to uh, as well is the the money raised like and I kind of come to this through the side door in in some ways. As I said before, I got involved, you know, because of a friend of a friend, motorbikes, not really knowing, and then seeing the dollars raised uh, in your community stay really in that community. They go to researchers, and medical facilities in that community. So Heronia Ride for Dad, uh, this was the amazing thing. So what made my antenna kind of start to stand up and go, "Wow, this is really effective," is that every time we would do the ride they would invite doctors and researchers up who were doing the actual real-time research on this and they'd give them a check. And before they gave them the check, they'd say, come on up and tell everybody what you're doing. And we'd have 700, 1,000 motorbikes with riders and and friends, and they'd all be standing there on the microphone. These guys would say, you know what we did? Like in this last year, we learned this, this, and this. We've cut treatments down from here to here. and, And then we share that data with people all over the place and it's uh, in the in the knowledge and so you know that whatever dollar you're like for me you know sometimes when you donate to something you're like where does it where does it go go? well i know where it goes i saw where it goes so you know i didn't get involved in this just because uh you know in in the national level i got involved because i'm i truly believe and i've seen the work and uh and we get to hear from the actual doctors who are doing it and they're really thankful they get those checks and they're like you guys are making a big difference here and that um, it just makes it that, that much more real and alive. Let's talk about the fact that you guys have been able to still have this ride during the pandemic. You know, the pandemic's going on. They're like, we're canceling this and we're canceling that. We're canceling. You're like, no, we're not canceling this. I love that you were determined to still make the ride happen and you kind of took it in a new direction. So it's ride alone together. Can you tell us more about that? So um, last year when the pandemic hit, it was a big panic session on what are we going to do? What can we do? Well, you know what? We still have our bikes. We're still allowed to go out there and get some wind therapy. Let's go out. Let's keep on pushing it. And we said, look, it, prostate cancer is not going to stop for COVID. And no cancer, no, no, no ride is going to stop for cancer. So what we did, we moved to ride alone together. So basically the idea is that you can have a self-directed ride, you can ride within the local COVID protocols, and you can still contact, you can still contact your people by email, by phone, um, and the, the fact that social media, and also stuff like thanks to the to Country 89, to radio stations and sponsors, because uh, without those sponsors, we can't uh, keep going. And so we, uh, we've been really successful. It's been a small ride, but uh, we've had a lot of, uh, people who've jumped on board and and uh, we're still going. So it's a self-directed ride. You just register at rideforda.ca and then you pick your location and uh, there's a route that's set out and uh, you get out in the road and, and have some fun and win therapy and, and talk to some friends about it. And uh, 
I think Steph, you jumped on board this year as a champion. So. I was just going to mention that. I love that I don't have to ride a motorcycle. Nope. <laughs> I can still don't have do to this. ride to do it. So uh, yeah, and yeah. I mean, raise some great money, and that's you know, it's it's super simple. Honestly, it really is simple. It's a really great ride to be part of, and I'm so excited that you guys were able to, like I say, kind of uh, still you know keep the engine chugging and uh, and just you know flip it on its head a little bit. Um, when you look at, uh, you know, how far the ride has come in, you know, the last number of years, where would you like this to go ten, another 10 or 15 years down the road? Where, what is your end goal for Ride for Dad? You know, it, we hope it just is, is in perpetuity and, and it just continues to, uh, you know, until we eradicate uh, any any concerns of prostate cancer, which would be great. But we, we know being humans that that uh, sort of thing doesn't happen. There's always going to be uh, that concern. But, um, you know, beyond... I think beyond even the uh, the cause of, of uh, you know eradicating prostate cancer, it, it brings uh, together a camaraderie that just you can't find anywhere else, and uh, you know just around the world, I guess around the world, and taking care of uh, of everybody. Funny you should mention around the world. Yeah, I actually never thought of this question, but before, but you know this is a Canadian thing. But is this something that is kind of catching on in other areas? Do you know? Uh. Yeah, the research that's being done in Canada is um, uh, collaborative, and they're they're passing on what we're learning around the world. Uh, I think that Ride for Dad, as far as I know, uh, is 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 well, it's Canadian, yeah. but uh, I know that the doctors that uh, we have supported across Canada are internationally around. So mm -hmm. um, the the neat thing about uh, like our little you know, maybe our 20000 or our 40000 or our whatever $1,000 we give to a doctor here. Um, the amazing thing is that that money, sometimes it'll go and it'll leverage a larger study that can be down, done across Canada. So not just Niagara, done across Canada and for them to be able to have, kind of do the seed money to get things going. Wouldn't it be cool to see this kind of go worldwide, you know, start here in Canada and then just spread. I can see that happening. I can see that, um, you know, people would, would see that it's successful. And like you say, it brings together a, a brotherhood, if you will, and sisterhood as well. And uh, that would just be really cool. It'd be really cool to see that. Maybe that's our end goal. <laughs> Well, you know, the research is going all around the world. There's no reason we can't start chapters in other countries, uh, you know, and getting the word out just like we're doing here now may spawn that sort of thing. And it's uh, it's a wonderful thing. I mean, uh, and, and like, you know, you know, uh, like Matt was saying, you know, you don't have to ride a motorbike to, to do it. And so there's a lot of people who support it just because just because they want to support someone who's in the ride. And that can be anywhere in the world. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Jason, you and I have known each other for what seems like a billion years. I mean, you know, 20 years since I've been doing the country music thing. And uh, I, gotta, I gotta tell you, I love the new track that you guys came out with, The Boys Are Back at it. It's a great, great song. I love it. I feel like it could be the theme for Ride for Dad. Can you tell us a little more about the tune? Well, The Boys Are Back at it is, is really, you know, it doesn't have to be boys, but it, it can be uh, anybody. Just the fact that we're coming out of this uh, pandemic, all these lockdowns, and um, we all want to get back to doing what we used to do right and no no folks more than us at ride for dad we want to get out there and have the rides we used to have and all these sorts of things but all of us want to get back to living and just you know being with each other we're social creatures and that's what the whole yeah. song's about it's all based around motorbikes and getting out there and just you know freewheeling and uh like matt said get some wind therapy and uh, have some fun and you and the boys of the road hammers were you know even though there was a lot of downtime 
over the last year and a half as far as uh, tours and, and being out on the road and stuff. You still managed to put an EP together. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, well, it was a bit of a bit of a, uh, a haul, you know, being, you know, in individual recording at your own studios and stuff. Um, but we had started to do that a little bit before the pandemic. Everybody in the industry was, you know, kind of pretty hip to technology. So we'd have our drummer would have his own little studio. So we'd have a track, we'd get him to record, then we put it on, you know, guitars and vocals on at our house and things like that. Um, but it's not the same as recording a track altogether. Yeah. It's not the same, but it, it's a really close second. Um, but that song, Boys Are Back At It, was actually written before uh, the pandemic. And it was like, this this has to be on the EP, you know, just because it felt <laughs> hammer song. Totally then, that's right. But then as we were recording the rest of the songs, it was like, this has to be the first single because we're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel. We want to get back at, you know, touring and, and riding bikes and doing all these things. So it just, it just, um, it found its its own way to the top of the pile. Matt, you had mentioned that you just um, can log online and, and set up your own account if you want to actually do the ride yourself or if you want to just even, if people just want to donate to the ride, can they do that as well? Yeah, so just need to go to rideforDad.ca and then uh, if you're donating in a specific area, then, you know, just just pick your own area if you want. And you know that uh, um, it's going toward, like we said earlier, Jason said earlier, that the money that's raised in each of those individual rides. So support your own ride. But just if you know someone, if you know, like, Steph, you're a, you're a champion, uh, they can go on to rideforDad.ca and just uh, donate and put in Mizzy and they'll see Steph Mizzy and uh, we can do that. Or Matt King or even Jason McCoy. We're all, we're all, we're all in there. Ride. And, and uh, the big thing is, is let's get out there and, and uh, you know, get the wind therapy and uh, treat something that's uh, near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. Everyone arrived for dad. And I, I know Matt will echo this as well. You know, what you're doing here is helping us get the word out. You have a voice and, and uh, the ability to spread the word in this. This is uh, where it all starts. So thank you so much uh, to you and, and all the volunteers that ride for Dad right across the country. It's just uh, it's a big family and it takes a lot of hands to uh, make it work, but uh, we, we've got them and we appreciate it. Thank you again, guys, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day.